0: Hi guys. It's Wednesday, a wonderful day of the week for me because of this great, great radio show, and I thank everybody that's a part of it. Really, I just cannot tell you how expansive and rewarding and exciting and joyful this Wednesday weekly time is for me. I feel like it's helped me grow, and I certainly hope I've helped uh, many others of you. I don't know if I have very many listeners. I really don't. But the fact of the matter is anybody and everybody that does listen hopefully will get some help. And as we each heal, we help others. It It's like a ripple effect. So each of us... As we go through our process to heal and to grow, to learn, to balance, we are moving up in our own evolutionary frequency, and we give that higher frequency out, and we heal others in our lives. It's it's a subtle process, but it's very real, and it really does help, and I just really appreciate it. And Even though the next two weeks I'm not going to be doing the radio show because of the holidays, wait, you see what's coming (laughs) in January. There's some great new things coming up, and I did mention to to you guys, I think it was last week, uh, I mentioned that starting in January, I am going to include some healings on the planet. And the Higher Self told me that they were going to be introducing that they, I'm, I'm like, huh, <laughs> um, and I've been getting a lot of information now on the planet and how to go about the healings on the planet. It doesn't mean that I won't still have individual healings because I will. The planet healings will be a smaller portion, probably right up front uh, before an individual healing. Although I don't know for sure, but I am hoping, honestly, that. Many more will tune in, and those of you who have been tuning in, that you will continue to tune in, because it should be really fascinating. Just as previews, and you probably know if you've listened to me, the planet has a soul as well, so the I know it's hard to wrap our heads around that little bit of information, but in fact, it is a soul, and it has a different kind of evolutionary process than we do, It goes through its evolutionary upgrades and frequency as a planet, not as a first a plant, then a mineral, an animal, and then a human, etc. So it's different, and I'm just in the process now. And hopefully over the next couple of weeks, I'll get enough information to be able to be more, you know, to be as clear as possible. Uh, the way this works, though, is that the information just con- continues to expand. So, whatever I have starting in January, I'll have more in February and more in March, etc. So, we're uh, all learning and growing and moving up that up that level of understanding. So, anyway, that's a preview of coming attractions. Anyway, the today's Uh, healing and the whole show is really going to be it starts out with an individual and I'll get into it later and then it unfolds to into healing for everyone and the higher self gave me a really fun symbol to use before this before now and so I'm excited about it I'll explain more in just a minute but first I want to give a little feedback I did hear from Denise about her daughter Alicia Remember, Alicia was the one that had all those heart surgeries. And recently, she's been having problems with her. She'd had a heart surgery just a couple, three, four weeks ago, and she's been having trouble with getting the right thickness of the blood. And for a while, she had to have shots in her stomach. I think it was twice a day because the blood was way too thick. Then it got too thin. And now I've heard from Denise that, The blood is now really thick again and worse than before so i do know that this getting the blood just right after surgery or after some incident like a uh, blood clot or something like that i know it takes a while to balance out the to get the right thinning of the blood and i told denise that we would not be working on alicia today i've done a lot of healings on her over the last few weeks, and she needs time to acclimate and process the healings. I don't want to in any way, shape, or form give them anything by doing too many uh, things. Uh, Not that I would, because I don't think I would, but I want to give her time. The sense that I have is that we need to give her some time to get this adjustment. So I've asked Denise to let me know toward the end of this month, or early next month, let me know how it how it's going, and maybe I'll do a short healing on her again in the first uh, radio show or two. I don't know. We'll have to see. We We want to get her back on her feet and moving in a balanced way forward. I also heard from Robin, and she is online, and I'm saying hello, Robin, and thank you, thank you, thank you for the incredible feedback that she gave me. I am not going to tell you all of it, but I want – Robin, by the way, is the mom of the – she has a son, Ryan, who is the high-functioning paranoid schizophrenic, and I've done two big healings on them. And this is her feedback from last week because I did that big healing last week. And I'm not going to read it all because it was really a long, wonderful – Uh, email but I'll tell you approximately what it is though so you know you won't be in the dark anyway she said Ryan's birthday was yesterday because I got this from her this morning so that was was yesterday so she said we had already spent a whole day together last week as part of his birthday celebration Uh, I remember she said she was going to be spending time with him on that Friday so this was interesting to me So yesterday, they just did lunch. She said the full day last week was long and exhausting, but it went well. I had not listened to the replay of last week's radio show on the healing for Ryan and me, it turns out. She had requested the healing for Ryan, but she came in in the healing, so I did work on her. She hadn't listened to it until yesterday, just before Ryan came over for lunch, so that was good that she did. It made a huge difference in our interaction, and I plan to keep working with both healings you've done recently on Ryan and me. Now, I wanted to just mention, I did the healing for before she spent Friday together with him. She didn't listen to it until yesterday before she had lunch with him yesterday. Now, it made a huge difference for him, and I want to say that the healing had been done before as I said, the Friday, she felt the difference much more yesterday, and this is why, guys. And I want to, I want to explain this. When we have something in consciousness, it empowers the healing a great deal. It doesn't. It doesn't mean that the healing didn't work before. It doesn't mean that the healing wasn't effective. It's that when it comes in at the unconscious level. it has has sort of a trickle-up effect. It has to trickle into the consciousness because unconsciousness is power. And when we are involved or listening to the healing, we are empowering all that positive energy that's working on us, all that healing energy, just by focusing our attention on it. We also have the healing in our consciousness and we can go deeper As a result because we're adding the conscious mind to the soul level and we're both working hand in hand the soul the mind and the soul is working hand in hand to really activate the neutralizing and the empowering so that Robin is why you felt the difference more yesterday than you did the first time So that's, I wanted to mention that to you, and that's why I do encourage people to listen to these things more than once, and she says she's going to. She uh, wants to listen to them more than once, and then she, in her email, she listed the issues that came up for Ryan, and she listed the issues that came up for her, and I'm not going to repeat them because I do have, you know, if you listened to the, the show last week, you would hear them that the, in general there were issues of uh responsibility and victim and victimizer for ryan and then there were issues i've sort of forgotten shame and guilt things like that for for robin so but you can hear the detail and all of that went you know in the last week session so she did list those and then she says I see how these patterns are playing out in our lives today. By understanding them and working to neutralize them, I know I can continue to move into more balance and harmony. And she's right. This is how it works, guys. When Ryan came over yesterday, after I'd listened to the replay, I felt so much lighter, like I wasn't carrying around so much baggage. The shifts are subtle like that. And like you said in the healing, the triggers are less often, less intense, and I can handle them better ryan is also more open sharing his ideas for his business and his research i have to be very careful because although i think many of his ideas are bizarre and grandiose i understand that it takes a certain amount of vulnerability and feeling safe for him to express them and i don't want to shut him down and you know i really applaud you robin because you have that insight you have that understanding and you're absolutely right, because that vulnerable child that he is, that's behind the arrogant one, it is taking steps forward by expressing it to you, and your listening is tremendous empower, empowerment for him. He's feeling heard, he's feeling supportive, and this is the first step for him to get well. It doesn't mean by listening to him and being supportive that suddenly he's going to really try to do these grandiose And bizarre things it's just a step forward so I want to really applaud you and it's changing your interactions now I know it's I don't mean to minimize the you know the the issues that you would have with continued financial support but this actually is taking steps toward helping him get to the point where he can help himself If if you continued in the old patterns that, you know, before you really started working on this, it would just continue year after year after year. It would just be on that rat wheel. So even though this engenders some insecurity and worry about the financial thing, it really is steps forward. I'm really excited about it. Okay. She says I have to respond appropriately and he has to pursue his path and see where it takes him. It's just confusing because we support him financially. And I've spoken to that. So that that is her confusion. That is her insecurity. She said "But this is a great and powerful start. So she does get it. She says, I really get it when you said my real protection is not the shield I've been putting up to pr- protect myself from his lacks in his attacks, but in changing the underlying patterns. She says, I guess I signed up for this difficult relationship with Ryan once again. It's just now I'm starting to see... That I need to want to help Ryan not to compensate for some lack in me, but just to be a service it's it you're absolutely right the the guilt thing was you were helping him from lifetimes of you know all those difficult feelings you and beliefs you had taken on about your guilt and your being a failure and all of that however um. Once we heal ourselves, then the service steps forward comes from the place of love, not guilt. And the interaction is not the knee-jerk triggered reaction coming from the guilt pattern. It's coming from the more expanded perspective and understanding of what an individual needs. And so you are so right on about it all. And uh, I'm I appreciate you writing it out so I could share it with all the listeners. Okay. So, guys, the, oh, I'm going to give you some feedback that I got from Suzanne a couple of weeks ago. Now, Suzanne is the starting healing today, but that's, it's just a start, and I'll explain that in a minute. But she sent this to me a couple of weeks ago, and I did not talk about it uh, last week because I really had I knew there would be a lot um, a lot going on with Ryan and Robin and I knew I was going to be doing Suzanne today and so I want to read you what she said now this is so interesting because I don't get that many that much feedback (laughs) about this kind of thing and it might be interesting to for the listeners to hear she said. That she's recently begun to see and feel the energy ray- waves that are being generated by your healings, meaning my healings. It happened when I had my eyes closed, and she said that it actually happened when she was listening to the healing on Ryan and Robin, not the one last week, but the first one. Anyway, she said, I saw these radiating rings, like when you stared, stared at the sun and closed your eyes but you can still see the light for a while. That's what it was like. And when you would call out the patterns to be released, it was like a lacy tangle of energy, not at all symmetrical or even. The contrast was very interesting to watch. When you call out the pattern, I could see the tangle, and then it would fade into the brighter sphere of light, and I would see waves radiating from the sphere. So that was a pretty cool thing. She says it was very cool and it only happened once, but still I saw the energy. So I'm not sure how you guys are going to see it every once in a while. I've had some people who can see that kind of energy uh, get back to me and give me some feedback. But it's been a long time and not since I've been on the radio. So I really appreciate Suzanne. Feedback and I wanted to share it with you all. It was exciting for her to see and exciting for me to uh, get that visual. Okay, now let me tell you what we're doing today because we're on to Suzanne. Uh, she asked, she has a weight issue, and I have worked on her weight issue in the past, I believe, or it has come up as part of a healing for another. Issue. I'm, I can't track it all in my mind. But she says, here are a few more specifics to the weight issue. Mainly, I noticed the pattern in the previous healings you did for me, and I wanted to, direct, to more directly address the physical weight again. She said, I feel like there's been progress, but I want to see if there's anything more underneath. She says she still feels judged sometimes for being overweight, and no matter how pretty I think I look sometimes, I feel people are saying or thinking she'd be so much prettier if she were thinner. That just breaks my heart. We, I mean, it's so common. Don't all of us think that way? It's some underlying place, even if we're thin. Well, we think, oh, we'd just be so much prettier if, or we'd be so much handsomer, more handsome, I guess it is, if. It, that is such a common thing that we see ourselves falling short, so I do want to go in and work on that because it 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 really it breaks my heart uh that kind of thing where we feel like we're gonna we're falling short in some way anyway, she says sometimes from relatives, I feel judged as inefficient, though it is often the ones who are overweight themselves, so perhaps I'm sensing it. I'm I'm sensing what she is sensing. She, what I'm sensing is their own self-judgment. So that's interesting insight to them. That's a really interesting insight. You could very well be picking up both. Their judgment of you is projected out from their own judgment of the self. So you're probably right that they are projecting it toward you, but the the well of judgment is toward themselves okay then she says i feel like i let my weight limit me so perhaps it's a way of staying safe and not having to take chances or risk getting hurt like with dating men and so on so that's that's pretty common in interpretation about weight and it most likely is a piece if not a big piece of weight gain or weight issues so we certainly can address it and I kind of get the feeling that I it did come up with a relationship issue with her although it could have been a relationship with someone else I'm not sure so we're going to start with Suzanne but but this and this request is perfect timing and I'll tell you why the holidays at the holidays the the higher self came in at this morning as I'm walking around doing my morning, you know, routine. And they want me to they wanted me to begin the healing with Suzanne on her weight issue. And it this weight issue ties into the holidays. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Well why does it tie into the holidays? It's ties because it's kind of a an issue weight or overeating is an issue that often comes up for many people during the holidays. So it has a tie in in that way. And so the, what's going to happen is this small tie in of the weight issue with the holidays is going to kind of boomerang or propel the healing into more of the holiday issues that we all have. Issues like stress, uh, family issues that come up because holidays are times with families. Holidays often are times where we feel isolated or alone because maybe we aren't getting together with our family or maybe we are. And even being with a family, we feel even more alone. So the higher selves are going to move the healing from the weight issue that ties into the holidays because of all the food and the, the gifts and the candy and all those delicious things, What even if we're not overweight, often we eat a lot of this stuff and it's not good for us, it's not good for our health. So there's imbalances going on here. We're not nurturing ourselves really right. Uh, I mean, you know, in a, in a more um, balanced way, I should say. So, and then they're going to move this healing into all of the holiday issues. And I don't really know what's going to come up because guess what the symbol is going to be. You're going to love it. You know how I do the wheel, the wagon wheel, and then all of the listeners and myself, we stand around the rim of this symbolic wagon wheel. And we stand on the rim, and it's a symbol showing that we're all equal. We're all equal. We're all carrying the light. We're all helping. We're all receiving help. It is a, it's like the round table, King Arthur's round table, where everybody was equal. There was nobody sitting at the head of the table. Nobody stuck by the kitchen door. (laughs) Nobody off in the back. (laughs) Everybody is equal. Okay. Then I usually have whoever I'm healing on the hub. And the spokes from the rim to the hub become the rainbow bridge energy that create the hub. Well, this time, instead of having a hub, we're going to have an inner rim or an inner wheel that mirrors or is like the outer wheel. And standing on the inner wheel is going to be everybody, too. It's going to be, everybody's going to be both, probably not me, I'm not going to be working on me, but everybody is going to be standing on the outer wheel, And then symbolically, everybody's on the inner wheel. Now, the interesting thing is Suzanne will be on that inner wheel, that inner circle as well. I will start with her, but that inner circle is going to start to turn. And as it turns, the higher selves are going to draw my attention to different people with different issues that are all related to the holidays. I won't know who the people are. You know, I don't get names. And even if I did, it would probably be a first name. And even if I got a first name, there could be some privacy issues. I don't know. But in any case, it doesn't matter that I don't get a name. But they are going to have me pull issues as the wheel turns. It's going to be turning very slowly. And it will go around probably more than once. It will probably rotate two, three, or four times as I'm doing the healing. Remember, it's just a symbol. And because this is a symbol, you can be on the inside rim, the inside wheel, and the outer rim. You can be both places, and, and you are going to be both places. So it's going to be kind of fun. I'm, I've never done anything like this, and hopefully I don't flub it
1: up. But
0: I don't think I will. I think with the higher selves leading me through it, it should be very interesting. Okay. So I'm now going to ask that we... All get comfortable. We take a few deep breaths, quiet the mind, and just bring that focus of attention, that mind's eye in, simply utilizing the technique that I've discussed many times of focusing on the physical body. We want to bring the mind's eye in instead of allowing it to process with one thought after another thought after another thought, moving out there and myriad of ways. We want to bring that very powerful, very effective, very important focus of attention in. We want to bring it in because that focus of attention is the turn-on switch. This this is what allows us to activate the divine energies that we all have, that we all carry, not only our privilege, it is our right. We just simply have to become aware that we have the divine energy and that we have the turn-on switch because we live in a free will kingdom and the free will kingdom needs to ask and give permission to the divine energies to move in and help us. Divine Anything divine will, anything from the divine will frequency cannot trespass the free will. That's the way it's set up. So we have to invite it in, and that focus of attention is how we do it. So I'm asking that everyone bring that focus of attention in. Listen to my voice. You can be aware of noises or activity around you in the outer environment, but keep your focus of attention on my voice. You can start with the physical body, noticing the position of the arms and the legs, the hands and the feet. And in this way, we are moving into the now moment. We are activating the now moment, and I'm seeing it popping up all around the rim. It's so cute. It's as if somebody all at once had blown up these little balloons all the way around us. The the now moment is an energy field. It is not solid. It's manipulative, manipulative, We can't manipulate it, we just have to use that focus of attention to expand it. It's like blowing up the balloons even more, although it doesn't have solid sides, it's not a material, it's an energy field, and as such, we're expanding this energy field to encompass the totality of the past, present, and future now. This totality encompasses, this forever now moment encompasses all of us the past, present, and future listeners, and the totality of every listener's soul process. It is a very expansive, a very intensely beautiful, intensely powerful energy field, this forever now moment. And it is within this space that we are going to be doing the healing. And it enables us to act actively and successfully accessed the patterns that will be uh, working to heal, working to uncover and neutralize, we are going to be accessing the patterns from the past, present, and future nows. Not just this day, this life, or one past life, or something like that. We are accessing the totality of the soul, and therefore we can access, if the soul will cooperate because the soul is the space where we get have the free will and souls will give up or release a certain amount. They they don't often release everything all at once, but once in a while they do. So you just we want to move this we want to be in this energy field so that we can be as efficient as possible, that we can go to the very deepest level of this healing that is possible. I'm now asking that each of us activate that pure soul essence energy that we carry, that divine light within, that each and every soul, from the lowliest grain of sand to the highest, most evolved being, carries. This is our privilege, our right, and this is our powerhouse. It is the purest, most perfect, most potent potent point of power that we carry. It can never do any harm, it can't hurt. It can't make mistakes. It is, carries everything that originating source was, is, and is becoming. And this is the pure soul essence light. And I'm watching and seeing and sensing and asking that everybody expand, consciously expand the light they carry within. That often the symbol I use is the sun or the sunlight within. Because it's so powerful, and I want you to expand it into and around the totality of your beingness, into and around the totality of the forever now moment. Whether you understand it perfectly, whether you see it or sense it, just know it, say it in your mind's eye. I expand my light to encompass the totality of who I am, the totality of all that I've experienced and am experiencing on a moment-to-moment basis. This time-space continuum, so to speak, this eternal now moment is just filling with brilliant, brilliant white light. We're now going to amalgamate with the totality of the conglomerate higher self, the higher self for each and every listener, and any other higher selves that care to join with us today, and many have just come in, it's another powerful energy. The higher selves are also operational from the divine will frequency level, and they are present today in droves, <laughs> and we are now going to move or project this whole eternal now moment that contains the totality of all of us who are joined in one accord into the pure soul essence of the originating source itself. This moves us into the original originating energy field of the originating source. It allows us the totality of the knowledge, the understanding the purity, the perfection. It connects us with all there is at every level, known and unknown. It connects us to the innate energy of creation, of giving birth, of becoming. It's foundational. It is the innate curiosity, the innate desiring to express, to heal, to learn, to grow. It is all there in this beautiful creative life force energy field of this pure soul essence now okay, we're all in this incredibly powerful energy field and I'm now seeing we're all around that the outer rim and now I'm seeing the symbol moving to that symbol i described before i started with that inner ring and all of us are not i'm actually not there i don't think but all of us are uh, all of you are standing on that inner ring the and suzanne is right in front of me and it's even though she's right in front of me i see it's interesting but i do see the inner ring already starting to move in very slowly around, and it's moving slowly. I'm not sure why, but probably just symbolically it's moving so slowly simply for me, so that I can um, concentrate on moving from one person to another in the healing. The rainbow bridge energy is active uh It came in almost right away simply because I set it up almost in every healing. So it's becoming automatic. The higher selves are bringing it in. Uh, Once we've given permission a few times, I guess the permission continues. So we are also all connected with the Rainbow Bridge energy. It brings all of us in a state of balance and harmony. It brings all of us It connects all of us to the chakras, our chakras, to the chakras of the originating source. And it allows us to flow and activate and access the divine energies that we, I might have be working on Suzanne and sending her specific divine energies, but it moves out through and around the totality of the Rainbow Bridge energy and in that way everybody is receiving them. Okay. Alright, first of all I have to say that I see Suzanne as really quite a lovely woman. She is pretty. It's not she's not making it up when she feels when she thinks she's pretty. If she is pretty She's presenting myself, herself as that. I see this absolutely great beauty standing in front of me. And in fact, I can see everyone around this inner wheel. It's very interesting as great beauties and very handsome because there are men here, believe it or not. There are men here and I what I am being presented by the higher self is they are showing me the beauty and the perfection that each and every person is and that each and every person can perceive for themselves because right now we have blinders on right now we are always thinking oh if I just lost a little more weight oh if I just was a little taller or my hair wasn't as thin or my muscles were stronger or Or, 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 we all have those kind of things. And so what the higher self are presenting to me is that they want me to begin with Suzanne and having all of us neutralize the blinders, the feeling unpretty, unbeautiful, unhandsome, feeling if only I could be better in this, that, or the other region, or area, and there's many of us that have more than one of those. And so I want those, starting with Suzanne, I want the neutralizing to begin. I want everybody, Suzanne especially, because I'm starting with her, but everybody to release the blinders about the self, where you see yourself as too heavy, too thin, too tall, too short, too imbalanced, too awkward, too uncoordinated, too whatever, where you see your physical beauty in any way, your physical perfection in any way less than, including illness patterns or disability patterns. I want everybody to release all of that. If only I could walk and I weren't in a wheelchair. If only I could, I didn't have this limp or I hadn't lost my leg or I was born with my arms and legs, whatever it is, there are people out there that that have so much of that, and I want all of that to be released because we reflect on the, the physical body, the beliefs that we carry in the inner at the inside, so it's beliefs it is judgments about the self, criticisms about the self, and I'm seeing it begin to pour out the beliefs that somehow we fall short somehow we're not good enough. We 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 are and all the judgments the, the the feelings of judgment that we feel for ourselves and that we feel from others. Um okay I see it releasing, but there's something else coming up and the higher selves are okay. The, the what I'm seeing now is, a, is, a, is an image, and I'm picking it up from from someone, but but I'm getting an indication that this is very common. A lot of these judgments that we feel toward ourselves and that we feel from other people are is a way we isolate ourselves. The the there's a very I see people I see a picture of someone in a family setting, and it's, again, symbolic for all of us. And in that family setting, there's a sense of aloneness that is around the person. There's a lot of family members around, but this person is feeling very alone, is presenting a, a facade almost, a pretense. It's it's. There's parts of it that is so knee-jerk, you know, the happy upbeat, Isn't this great? We're in the family and oh, it's so wonderful and bap,, pop,, But underneath there's this loneliness, there's this isolation, there's this feeling of being an outsider, feeling of being the one in the group that isn't loved as much as the others. And I really want all of those patterns to be released. I don't know which one in the circle is projecting that or whether it's still Suzanne, but I see this picture really clearly. So it's the alone pattern. It is feeling the need to, a pretense, feeling the need to project I'm happy. It isolates itself if you come in and you're feeling unhappy, but you don't acknowledge either to yourself consciously or even if you do acknowledge consciously, you project the false joy, the false happiness, it also doesn't give you an opportunity to bond or to communicate, to express, to share with others. There's probably others in that group that feel the same way. We're often not alone, but we don't realize we're not alone because we hold it in. So I'm asking for everybody to release this repression of expression, to release this holding in, release the belief system that you're the only one and that nobody could possibly be interested in your feelings. Now, this may be true, but often, most often when we feel that way, we have brought people in who are responding to that Beacon, <laughs> and some of those people are also in the same boat. Some of those people are also feeling the same way, and so you very easily join in that group, each feeling isolated and with this barrier of false belief. So we want to we want to neutralize, and that's interesting because it's almost like I'm seeing Christmas ornaments. It's so. Thank you, higher self. They're giving me, you know, this holiday visuals, but it's like everybody in this room is as if they're standing inside an ornament and the ornament on the outside is very pretty and joyful and festive. But inside, it's as if we're standing inside of these shells. We feel alone. We're not connected. We're isolated. We're in the same room, but that's about all. And I want everybody now to start to uh, beat that sunlight that they're carrying within, beat, 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 projecting that sunlight into their shell from the inside out. And everybody is doing that in the room, I hope. But in any case, I want everyone to begin to beat that sunlight, to project it, to throb it, to pulse it into those shells, into what the beliefs are that are keeping those shells rigid around you. The the beliefs, the the knee-jerk reactions to not speak up, not be to not be open, not to be vulnerable, to be not to to be. Not to be vulnerable, I guess is right. Instead of being vulnerable, we choose not to be by putting up the shell. So I want everybody to start beating that heart, that sunlight out and absolutely dissolving those beliefs, dissolving those beliefs. And the interesting thing is, as I watch the shells start to disintegrate, when someone whose shell has started to disintegrate moves up to somebody who still has their shell, instead of this conflict where they can't connect, the person with no shell, in a way, knocks on the shell door, on the shell of the other person because they're, the one without the shell is willing to be vulnerable and cracks through the shell of the person who has still got that shell. And the light from the person who has knocked on the shell penetrates into the shell of that other person. And it is a beautiful, powerful effect. I see the light now penetrating the shell of this symbolic other person. And the other person is surprised uh, doesn't know what to make of it, is almost taken aback, but welcomes the light, welcomes the light, loves the light, reaches a hand to through the shell to the other person, and the light itself together, they're beginning to neutralize that shell of that person who hadn't before just by becoming vulnerable and reaching out to people who look like they aren't vulnerable. We have to remember we all carry vulnerabilities. We all have fears. We all have beliefs that limit us, that hold us prisoner, that isolate us. So reaching across and just saying, you know, I'm feeling so strange. It just sometimes it takes one sentence to someone who seems so happy and so festive and so connected, all it takes is in some private moment where you're in the kitchen fixing food, say, you know, this has kind of been hard for me because I'm upset about such and such, but I don't feel like I could share it with the group. And that person can turn and say, wow, I didn't know I'm glad you shared it with me. Or, wow, I'm upset about something else over here. And just one simple statement can breed connection, can grow bonds. And so I want to just have you all continue to neutralize all those beliefs, all those shells, all those personas and those, quote unquote, false fronts that we have learned over time to set up because we've been hurt and so there's a lot of hurt behind it there's a lot of fear of being hurt again and I want all of those hurts all of those hurts and oh I see myself being taken to someone else on the the inner wheel there's someone here who um has is carrying some very deep hurt and the holiday is extremely relevant the hurt is um, the initiating pain, I think, very long, long time ago happened around a holiday. I wouldn't even say it was a Christmas holiday because it feels so long ago. But that association of hurt with the holiday has stayed with this person for really, I would say, eons of lifetimes, a long time. And so I want everyone, because we've all had hurts around the holidays, it's just such a common thing for so many different reasons. We're parents and our children decide not to come home. Or we're children and our parents go off on a trip and sort of leave us hanging. Or we do come home, but they're upset about something and we don't even feel welcome or like it's a holiday at all. And we don't know why we aren't enough. To make them happy so it there is just a myriad of hurts i could probably talk for another 20 minutes about the possible hurts over the holidays so i want everyone to begin to let go of those hurts let go of those hurts just absolutely right in the center i want everyone to visualize a beautiful holiday tree with ornaments and lights but that's very oriented toward you know, the Christian holidays, but it can be anything. It can be, you know, the, um, I, anything. <laughs> I'm not sure what all the holiday, um, symbols are for all the people around the planet, but whatever your symbol is, I want you to place it in the center and I want it to be lighted. I want it to just be permeated with the, the healing light that we all carry doesn't matter what the symbol is and I want all of the hurts to be given to that symbol, to be given to that light. And I'm asking this person on the wheel to please let go of the memories and the unremembered remembrances and all of us to to just pour all of the hurts, all the feelings of that we're not enough, we haven't been cared for enough, we've been abandoned, we've been betrayed. We we are less than. We are... There, there's just... There's so much. Um, there's guilt and shame here, too, which is interesting. Guilt and shame, because I think at some level, uh, we take responsibility for these hurts. We blame ourselves when well, we must be... Um, it must be something we did, we said, that kind of thing. So I want all of that guilt and shame to go, too. And it feels like beautiful. The the light of the symbol is this beautiful, uh, energetic flame sort of thing. And as the hurts and the wounds and the upsets and the unremembered remembrances and all of the misconceptions misunderstandings and misinterpretations as they fly into this light the it's just it's like a bonfire kind of light and it's growing larger and larger and larger and it's just neutralizing and dissolving all of that hurt all of those hurts the pain the wounds the suffering the shame the guilt the the blame the self-blame all oh, this blame is just so pervasive and i want all of that to please be released and neutralized okay the okay another symbol i'm getting now is the symbol of running um, I think we've all experienced this. We run around like mad, like mad, over the holidays. We have so much to do. We have gifts to get. We have people to see. We if we have uh, extra chores to do, and at the same time, we have to maintain the household, the job, um, taking care of the parents or the children or both, uh, or the loved ones or whatever we are. We just add another layer of activity to what are already busy lives. And I want to release the running pattern. And I'm seeing someone actually on the circle, literally running. Of course, it is a symbol, but this is something that we all do during the holidays. And it takes away from our pleasure, our joy, our taking time to connect, to love ourselves, to love each other. And the running is, I, I, I literally want to address the stress of the running, the, the action of running itself, the list making that we put in our heads, the keeping awake, the lack of sleep, the, the, uh the, Beliefs that we can never do it all, that we're always going to be late, that we're always going to fall behind. The pressures, the burdens that are related to all of this. A lot of burdens because a lot more falls on our back. And some people get more of the burden than others, but we all feel burdened in some way. Or we feel blamed because we're not doing enough. There's always someone around that says, well, don't forget, weren't you going to do but but and we want to release that too we want to release the burden that we place on ourselves and the burdens that others place on us and that again that we always fall short we can't we don't have enough time now i do want to address this whole time issue because we we always or often think there's not enough time in the day and i want everybody to release That belief system time can expand to fit exactly what you need it to fit it is our belief system that telescopes time down to this feeling of limits and of uh, restriction so I want everybody to release the idea that time is limited now that is a very deeply held belief system and I want everyone to just dig as deep as you can to release I'm seeing it almost like tinsel. <laughs> so cute. Higher self, thank you for these. I see it like tinsel, just instead of the scarves coming out of the the arm of the clown, it seems endless. I feel like there's endless tinsel coming out. That tinsel that's moving into that bonfire. Of light and that tinsel is all the belief systems that we carry that there's not enough time and there's not we can't get it all done and that you know because of that we don't get enough sleep we blame ourselves we see all the burdens this tinsel is just pouring out of everyone it's as if we can stand here and decorate tree all by ourselves I want everyone to just be releasing the the tinsel as much as possible again it's just symbolic but it is very festive looking (laughs) Um, and i want that tinsel to to please and i'm actually seeing that running symbol slowing down that's the 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 hope that we can slow down and we get done whatever we get done and that we can accept that that's what we get done and we feel good about what we got done instead of looking at the half empty, what we didn't get done. So it's always looking at that half empty, you see, that keeps us running. So I'm asking that we all release that half empty. Now I'm going to start calling in. We want to call in divine love. This is the season of... focusing more on family and on love, loving one another, loving fellow man, loving ourselves and I want to call in that divine love and divine wholeness and divine understanding. It's just beautiful. It's just beautiful. People are still releasing. I'm still feeling the releases, which is great and I'm I want to call in divine hope. And the divine hope is that we move to more and more balance, more and more self-love, more and more self-worth, more and more connection with ourselves and with family. So I want to call in all of that. And I want to call in divine faith. The divine faith is energy that helps to manifest all that we hope for. So we're calling in that divine faith. I'm also calling in divine worth. Again, divine wholeness. Divine clarity of vision and expanded perception. And divine connection. And divine connection with ourselves and with others. Okay. it's Feeling really good to me, guys. Feeling really good. Um, I want to just see if there's anything more that we need to work on. There's still releasing going on. It's really great. I feel that we've touched on issues that virtually everyone has some of the issues, not all, and everybody manifests them in their own unique way. Uh, i wanna just see I wanna go back to that um, I'm seeing that gathering. it looks like people stand sitting and standing and you know in a like a living room type situation it just bear with me it's just a symbol it could be you know in some parts of the world it could be somewhere outdoors it's not that, it, that the symbol is rigid it's just what I'm being given, and the Keep in mind that it's not the symbol that is important. The symbol gives us a focus of attention to use that powerful focus that we have. It's the energy behind the symbol. It's the meanings behind the symbol where the real power is. And so when I, when I get these symbols, it's leading me into what needs to be released or the powerful energies, the divine energies that are coming into play. So I'm now seeing everybody sitting in this living room, quote-unquote, type setting, and I'm seeing individuals talking with one another. I see music in one area. I'm seeing laughter in one. I'm seeing tears in another area. But the tears are coming from a like a, a sense of relief that finally they can talk about who they are. They can share what's been upsetting or their vulnerable spots and the person is listening. So I'm seeing a, a very a varied amount of healthy interaction here and more balanced interaction instead of a room filled with ornaments and inside each ornament symbolically are each of the individuals in the room that are communicating with one another but not really touching one another because they're behind that ornamental shell or inside the ornamental shell. Now, the ornamental shells are gone. They're appropriately around the room. There's decorations around the room or on a tree if you happen to be one that has a tree. But it's just symbology for... um, Ornaments of any kind, decorations of any kind. So we we just literally want the. I'm seeing that the scene now has shifted, and that there really is true interaction, true caring, true listening, true valuing, true love here. It's a very po- positive picture, and I'm my. What I would like us to do is that all of us as a group, we send empowering energies to further empower this symbol and what's behind it. That we further empower using the Rainbow Bridge, you know, with divine communication, divine nurturing, divine listening, divine seeing, divine hearing, divine support, divine nurturing, divine balance and harmony. Divine connection to the self and to each other, divine understanding of the self and each other divine again divine love, divine forgiveness, divine forgiveness of the self and of each other okay, well, this is really that divine forgiveness give a did it did something the whole scene shifted in a way it became even more connected if possible and um it's as if symbolically the people are standing up and are able to see themselves and others in a whole new light so it's the light of understanding and the light of insight And I'm calling in divine expansion, evolutionary awareness, divine discovery, divine creativity, divine possibilities, divine opportunities, divine solutions and resolutions for any issues that come up that need solutions and resolutions. it's just a very wonderful wonderful healing that happened and I'm uh, really appreciative of everyone taking part the higher south have are slowing down the turning inner wheel and have stopped it the everybody is being encased in the cocoon of energy and we are now going to take that center image that we created today as a group uh, in the center of that inner wheel. And we are going to activate, well, first we're going to activate the Rainbow Bridge Energy to create a platform underneath this symbol, the symbol of this room where people are interacting, becoming self-aware self-forgiving, self-loving, and reaching out and connecting with others in the room so that there's a whole new level of interactions, a whole new level of love and appreciation and communication. And we are going to ask the Rainbow Bridge energy to take the energy of this symbol and bring it out over the entire planet And supply that energy to each and every soul upon the planet. Now, each and every soul has to choose to take it in, but I am seeing a beautiful, beautiful energy being moved out around the planet, and I see it being taken in by many, by many. There will always be some souls that aren't ready for whatever reason yet to take it in. But those that are taking it in, whether they utilize it and bring it into immediate shifts in their lives or whether it's stored in their soul banks to be used with where they'll be using it later on this life or another life, it doesn't matter. But this is a powerful healing. is just a beautiful light. I'm seeing it with myriad of colors, uh, a myriad of uh, symbolic gifts. It's, it's as if it's the energetic Santa Claus, <laughs> really, brings tears to my eyes. It's the energetic Santa Claus, this energy that everybody here is giving to the planet and to all the souls on the planet, known and unknown, because we don't know. But it is as if gifts are being dropped down into everybody's home, to their place of living, even if they're on the streets or in the fields, or in a cave. The gifts, it's it's the symbolic Santa Claus with a gift moving into everybody's uh, environment and being given to everyone. Again, whether they take the gift, open it up, and make it theirs, I don't know. But it is a beautiful, many, many are, many, many souls are. And I'm just asking that we all continue to empower all of this energy, and we ask the higher self to also empower it. We want to bring it in the, you know, the the energy of the originating source, which has an incredible, huge re- reservoir, so it's all of our pure source light, and it's all of the light from the originating source. It is just en- encompassing the totality of the planet in a very beautiful, powerful way. It's as I said, like a symbolic energetic Santa Claus, bringing the gift of all this energy that you may you guys helped me with today on this radio show, and it will happen over and over again every time somebody listens to the show, it reactivates even 6 months and it's middle of summer, nowhere around the holidays, doesn't matter because these energy gifts are gifts of all time. We're just using the holidays as an excuse, as a reason to provide this energy to the totality of the planet. With that, um I'm going to wind the healing down. I'm <laughs> I'm kind of overwhelmed myself and I have a caller whose number is ended in two two five four and she has a question. So I'm going to um move from the healing because everybody's being placed in the has already been placed in the cocoons and the energy is being processed for the planet even though i've wound down the healing um, i'm just again want to thank everyone and i do have this question i don't get very many callers people who call in so i'm going to answer and see who this person is I'm the person ending in 2254. I'm putting
1: you on the mic. Hello? Hi, Janice. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, This is Alexandra. Oh, how?
0: Alexandra.
1: Hi. Hi.
0: How are
1: you? I'm doing good. Thank you so much. Um,
0: I, I don't know if you guys remember. I'm talking to listeners now. Alexandra has called in a few times in the past. I haven't heard from her lately, and I miss her. What's going on?
1: Thank you. I need your help. Okay. Um, yes, yeah, seems like um, you know, these holidays, I need to move. So oh. Yeah, I I hope to move out from the house like in ten days. And I already gave the notice, and you know my job is ended, and basically everything is ended, and I don't everything know is maybe everything it's is ending? Ending? It's what it's like ending, finishing up. Oh, everything is finishing. Oh, okay, the the old is dissolving. <laughs> oh my that God. happens, and it's been kind of painful. <laughs> so I did. A lot of clearing on myself, on my life, but um, you know, it seems like every time when I apply for a job, something beyond, you know, reasonable happens. Like I supposed to come and um, you know, bring my paper, and already like next week, and already been, hi- I mean, somebody already hired person from previous week. So it's like everywhere I turn, the door is shut.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and now I'm thinking, you know, I already gave the notice uh, to moving out from the house, and for some reason I cannot make myself move. I cannot myself. I cannot make myself pack. Like I have a velcro on my legs and arms, and I, you know, <laughs> I it's love horrible. That's it's- very cute. I don't mean to to laugh at your issue because
0: it's really a tough one, but it, that was just a very cute symbol like Velcro.
1: Okay, go ahead. Um, I just, you know, I just need your help with this. Maybe higher self can help me to release something because I, you know, this morning I had anxiety, like I'm having a heart attack, you know, oh, thinking no. about moving out. And I don't know, I don't understand what's happening. I just know the new beginning is supposed to start next year. I'm ready for it. And I did a I did lot of neutralizing. And I'm hoping something, you know, hopefully that I can see something that I'm not, you know, able to see myself.
0: Okay, well, let's work on it. Um, Thank you. Yeah, let's actually
1: work on it. First
0: of all, I want you to say, I want to say, is that all the neutralizing, you're dissolving the old. And what the Velcro is, this, this like place is it's there's a part of you that is digging in the heels. Even though you've been neutralizing and some things are willing to change, some things are willing to be neutralized, there's a part of you that's saying, wait a minute, okay, enough is enough. I'm just really not ready to go all the way here. <laughs> I mean, at least that's what it feels like to me. And yes. I've experienced the same thing. And it's very significant that, you know, you're having a hard time moving. And that that actual move out of the house is similar to the movement inside of moving forward. So, you know, it's it's kind of mirroring each other. So I would like to go in and see if we can get some of that Velcro off. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you so you're much. You're welcome. It's so fun to hear your voice. I, I'm just happy, you know, that you called in. Um, the thing is, you wouldn't hit this difficult thing. And I know it's hard and I know it's anxiety producing, but you wouldn't hit it if you hadn't already released a lot of other stuff. This, to me, is like the the deepest issue here. The deep.
1: You yes, see what I mean? Yeah, this morning it it feels so to me like I I'm coming out of my skin. It's kind wow. of it's it's insane. I don't understand. Well, yeah, you know, it's,
0: like, it's like the snake that sheds the old skin to grow the new, and that's what you're doing. You're working to dissolve the old and be that phoenix that's born from the ashes. But you're getting down to some of that old that the soul is saying. Mm-hmm. I'm not ready. So we want to go in and help that part of you that's resisting. We want to go in and help that part of you that's resisting. And we all have those parts. And trust me, I've been working on my own parts um, over the last three or four or five years because I'm moving into this career where I can't be resisting anymore. And every once in a while, something comes up and I'm like, oh, my goodness, don't tell me. Each time, though, it gets less and less and that's the good news. So let's just go in and just work on you because I still have... It's interesting because I came right to you without fully ending the session. I never saw the forever now moment collapse, and it is still in place, and the reason I didn't see it collapse, I now understand, is because it wasn't just somebody saying hello or asking a question. You wanted a healing. So um, I think the higher self were... (sighs) directing me to end the the, the holiday um, healing so that I could help you. So what I'm going to do, uh, Alexandra, is I'm going to put, take you off the mic, and I'll bring you back at the end, okay? Thank you. Okay, all right. Uh, so everybody, this, this issue is good for all of us because, Probably, if you're listening to the show, there's things you want to do in your life. There's things you want to manifest. There's changes you want to make. And we all have resistance because change can be scary. Change can be um, the unknown. It can can trigger our feelings of who are we going to be if we're not the same old patterns anymore. And wait a minute. Something... Oh, never mind. There's some big noise going on, but it's outside my apartment okay so um we're we are already in the forever now moment, and I can see Alexandra the higher south have recreated the the wagon wheel, and Alexandra is standing on the hub, but honestly, this kind of resistance is so prevalent for all of us in our own ways. I encourage all the listeners to work on their own resistance to the movement forward, whatever it is in their own lives. Okay. And, all right, so I see you, Alexandra. You uh, were already present. You're already fully amalgamated. You're already part of this forever now moment. I didn't know that you were going to be, but I'm um, the higher self um, new, so... The you're already part of this forever now moment, and I am seeing you as just very agitated, very, very agitated, and it's just, there's panic here, there is um, certainly the anxiety, but I feel it's as deep as panic right now, which is what you talked about, but it's really presenting itself to me first off. And because there's so much panic, it's as if you can't even deal with any practical matters. You can't deal with the steps you need to take or do or handle because the panic is so deep. So that is really what we need to address first. So I want you to see, um, uh, I haven't used the symbol in a while, but I want you to use that. open up that symbolic hatch at the top of your head I also feel it at the heart level or the chest level. I want you to open up the symbolic hatch there and anywhere else that you might feel that panic could be released from. And I want it, you to just pour out the panic. I want you to keep in mind that panic is just a emotional toxin of the mind. Okay, we don't need panic. When we have toxins in the body and we have diarrhea, we never think to hold on to the diarrhea, and because we don't, we release the toxins, whatever we're carrying in the body. When we have emotional toxins, a toxin, toxins of the mind, we tend to hold on to them, to focus on them, to, to empower them simply by analyzing them and trying to figure them out. What we need to do is just release those toxins, and I want you, I'm calling in divine flush, I'm calling in divine serenity, I'm calling in whatever you need to help you release those, that panic, the panic is born from, it's born from the unknown, there's elements here of fear of the unknown, but there's more than that, There's more than that. There's just been so many times in many lives, and I think even in this life, where a move of some sort, whether it was a physical move, a job move, um, a move internally for some reason, has brought you to places that were difficult. You've had difficulties with moves. Real and imagined, because sometimes and many times the the difficulties were mis- based on misinterpretations or misconceptions, um, you know, thinking something was coming from somewhere, and it really was from somewhere else that had nothing to do with you, but there was personalized it. You brought it in and personalized it. Okay. All right. So, there, just keep going with the panic. I got to keep tuning in here. The... There's an anticipation here, a very heavy-duty anticipation that something else is going to go wrong. And you've accepted the, it's it's, a, its an acceptance. Well, of course it's going to go wrong. It's already, it always goes wrong. So at the underlying thing here is this belief system that is prevalent that, that something is going to go wrong because it always goes wrong. And I want you to release that belief system. It's as if you have gotten on this wheel of acceptance that to move or to change or to grow or to uh, shift or to try something new is going to hit you like a truck and there's going to be a problem. Sometimes you have stepped forward to do some sort of destiny or to speak out or to help others in some way. And you were imprisoned or burned at the stake or buried alive. So some of it is related to destiny patterns, to times where you've stepped forward to be a healer or a, um, oracle or anything along those lines or a priest or a priestess or anything like that a spiritual leader so some of it comes from the fear of commitment to the destiny and part of the movement forward for you has to do with that because underneath you want to move into that higher destiny pattern but it triggers off just tremendous panic because you've really been hurt so that is definitely part of this and but it's not the only part but I want you I just want to focus on that for a minute because that's pretty substantial you're someone who cares about other people you're someone who likes to help others you're someone who has a, um, a, a you're connected to your wisdom and your insight your creativity you're connected at some very deep levels to who you are and you tried to utilize that in the past in past lives and have been punished in ex- punished in quotes. Um, you felt punished, you felt hurt, you've been um put in prison and things like that and or exiled because you the others around you in the societies felt either threatened or their authority was threatened or they didn't their belief systems were threatened or you threatened um Or they were afraid to, for some reason, to take in what you said because it means they had to look at themselves and try to understand. And they've invested their life pattern in a certain way, in a certain belief system. And if they look or listen to what you or anyone else says that's out of that box, they're too afraid to to look at their own box. So they reject the person. The but it's really the message that they're not ready to take in. It's the expansion of ideas, the new possibilities that they're not yet ready to awaken to, and they punish you as the messenger. So, and I'm feeling a tremendous amount of relief coming now, because honestly, I, that has really helped. Just understanding that, just calling out those words, because at some level, you knew it wasn't you. And so the words are resonating, the words are resonating for you, and you're allowing a lot of that panic and a lot of that fear to come out. You appreciate, you've worked on yourself enough to understand the idea of misconceptions and misinterpretations, and you're beginning to connect the dots here, and you're letting go of that old, very old, but very pervasive fear of change and fear of stepping forward. And so I want to call out again, more of that fear of change, more of the fear of the unknown. All right, just a minute here. There's something coming up about a self-identity. We also have to address the self-identity of, I'm someone who can't get it together, who it just never happens for. Like you were saying, every time you go for a job, something seemingly out of your control, Happens and you don't get the job but in fact it is you are the directing identity in of your own life and it's this acceptance that something is going to go wrong that brings in the situations the conditions the people that that make it go wrong so you are validating the acceptance and it becomes a rat wheel and i want you to get off that rat wheel of that pattern where you accept that if something's going to go wrong, you anticipate something's going to ro- go wrong, then that acts as a homing beacon for the things that are going to go wrong and it only validates the belief system some more and just continues that ever never-ending cycle. So I want the I want to address the the rat wheel, the rungs on that rat wheel because you know those wheels that mice and rats and hamsters go on they have rungs so that they can continue the spinning of the wheel and so i want to address some of those rungs for you um alex alexandra because we need to get you off that rat wheel we need to get some of the, rat- the rungs gone so they can't spin it so fast and those rungs are made up of your belief systems that are holding it in place so a big chunk of the rungs is the chunk of the rungs the belief system that something's going to go wrong you know how superstitions start. We step on a mirror. We break it to pieces. And the next moment, we get a phone call that our child was in a car accident. And immediately, we make a connection. Oh, my goodness, that glass brought me bad luck. And it sounds Silly now, but superstition comes from that kind of thing where we make, we connect elements in our lives that really have no connection. But you do it once or twice or three times and suddenly a belief system is born. We step on a few mirrors and suddenly we now are believing that breaking a mirror is bad luck. Now I'm t- making a silly example here, but this kind of thing happens a lot, and so I want to, ev- I want you and everyone else to begin to release the connection between something negative happening to you, and the connection that it is you, the belief that. Okay, wait a minute. Let me get the words right on this. That okay. Help me with this higher Hi, selves. I need some help here. The okay, the first um they're breaking it down for me wrong by wrong, but it's all this part part of this. One, you feel like you've done something wrong. You've made a mistake. I want all of that belief that you've made a mistake that you've done something wrong you didn't file the paper soon enough whatever that's just a simple example but a lot of this is built from first a decision that you fe- you felt that you've made a mistake the next step is okay well then i deserve to be quote-unquote punished or i don't deserve something good so it's all that deservability is part of that too i don't deserve i'm not good enough Uh, or I need to be punished, or all of the above. I want all of that to be released. Okay, good. That's a a second rung. The third rung is, okay, the experience of the negative consequence. That is the the being buried alive, or being exiled, or losing a job, or uh, not being turned down for a job. All of that kind of thing. Those are the con that's the consequence rung. So I want the the all the experiences of the consequences of the first two rungs that sort of starts the spinning. Okay, so and now the next rung is that we start to lock into I make a mistake, I deserve something bad, I get something bad, and then here comes something else bad. Etc. Etc. and it just keeps the wheel spinning. Now, I feel like I've missed a few rungs here. Okay, so anyway, but I want you to at least release now the experiences of it, the experiences of something negative happening to you, whether it's something small, something big, known and unknown, and I'm seeing this huge amount of clearing. I'm feeling it come out, the base of your spine, out through the uh, root chakra area. I also feel powerlessness coming out of the stomach because it's almost once you got that wheel spinning, it's as if you couldn't stop it. It had a life of its own. And in fact, it did. It just kept empowering itself. So it took on a great, you took on a great sense of powerlessness helplessness, hopelessness, like it's never going to change. And, okay, okay, okay. So now what I'm seeing is the wheel, it stops spinning because you've gotten rid of enough of those rungs, but but you haven't gotten rid of the whole wheel. And the outer things is almost, they started, the outer rim has now, each one independently is wrapping itself around your feet, It's a really horrible image, but it's as if you've shifted. Okay, now you're not on the spinning wheel, but at some level you still want to be held down by your feet. It's almost like leg irons, although I don't see leg irons. I see this metallic-looking thing winding around your ankles and your feet and your leg, your lower leg. Ugh, we got to get rid of that little yucky thing. Uh, Okay. I want to, I want everybody to help because this is a, this is the, first of all, I want to send in divine gratitude. Okay. It just feels like this pattern is a protective kind of pattern. It's a pattern where you believe that you're going to be hurt. So you, to be safe, you need to not move forward in any way. It's a pattern of safety and security at all costs and it's just holding on to you it's you holding on to yourself and not allowing yourself to take a step forward because it's experienced way too many times that you've been hurt so we need to send in the gratitude a tremendous amount of gratitude and love and acceptance for this pattern because i can guarantee you it has kept you safe in many a lifetime many uh, a situation and condition where you haven't stepped forward and you kept food in your mouth or a roof over your head or your own life or the life of your loved ones so yes you have used this this resistance to stepping forward this um this belief system that it's unsafe you've used it to your advantage and it's that that's just got you around the legs it's as if it wants so, so much to keep you safe. And then that is a very, very strong pattern. And I'm asking that the divine light move up into whatever can dissolve it, move up through utilizing the rainbow bridge, moving into your feet. Divine dissolvent, divine understanding, divine neutralizing, divine um, serenity, divine safety divine gratitude, divine hope. And it's working. And I also want to see the light coming down through the top of your head, filling you and pulsing out through the body to start to neutralize all of that, that misunderstanding about safety. I want to send in the divine understanding and divine clarity because you're now in in a place, in a world that doesn't imprison when you think differently, that doesn't burn you at the stake. Parts of the world maybe would, but not where you are. And um, so there is a... There is... It's like any kind of superstition they're not really accurate and true they're built on misunderstanding and we probably break mirrors all the time where nothing bad happens to us but what we notice is the time we break the mirror and something bad happens so when we neutralize this it doesn't mean that forever you will never have something that hurts you but we don't want to lock into the need to uh, be stuck and not move forward because we're afraid we're going to be hurt. I want you to release all hurt and pain that you can possibly, the agony, the suffering, the despair, any anxiety around it because there's certainly going to be anxiety, the fear of being vulnerable, the fear of trying something new, the fear of... um discovery the fear of who you really are because there's also this fear that you might figure out that you're really worthless (laughs) you're really not there's no hope for you you don't you're not gifted enough talented enough smart enough wise enough interesting enough whatever and that is all malarkey but we all carry those beliefs and so i want you to release all of that The fear that you're going to discover that you're really a loser, that you're really um, nothing. And that fear is just, we just really want to release all of that and all of the misunderstandings, the misconceptions, any beliefs that have to do with that. And I am seeing more of the rungs more of the rungs being released. It's so interesting because that wheel is still there but the open part that had no more rungs was the part that went around your legs. That is being neutralized and now we're able to get to some of those other rungs. Um, It's as if it didn't want you to neutralize the rest of the wheel. Gosh, this is such a interesting symbol, and maybe it seems too complicated because I didn't explain it too well, but it's making some sort of sense to me. I really want to address the past now because there's an awful lot of rungs that are present here that symbolically are behind you. They are rungs that are deep, rungs that are old, that it, it would be not easy for me in a 20 minute healing, to really dig in and pull up, but we don't have to know. I want you to send the light the now the things around your feet have turned to light. the whole outer rim of the wheel is now light, and I want you to send the light down into all of those other rungs and symbolically they represent other belief systems known and unknown conscious or unconscious direct or indirect that are a part of this wheel we want to break down this repetitive pattern once and for all we don't want to leave any stone symbolically unturned here okay okay Let's see all right now Okay, I want you to take some steps forward, walk away symbolically from that wheel. You're leaving it behind and it's dissolving just like, you know, into ashes or it's just dissolving into your light. And I want you to walk away and I want you to turn around and I want you to watch it dissolve in the light. I want you to acknowledge it in your heart and your mind to see how effectively you have really reached this pattern and the you have dissolved if not all of it certainly a lot of the Velcro I see it as being fully dissolved but you know I know how deep these things are there could be other elements to the pattern of not wanting to move I want to call in divine movement divine um serenity divine action divine thought divine focus divine discovery divine joy divine happiness divine excitement and have that permeate your pattern as you become the phoenix as you move Divine unfoldment as you move out. As you move out to become all that you are. Divine discovery. I can't remember if I said that, but divine discovery. The divine yes. The divine wholeness and divine completeness. The divine connection to the self. And again, it's triggering off some more fear. It's not near as intense as it was in the beginning but i want you to continue to release fear to move it out to pull it out to to bring the anxiety the fear the inaction the being frozen in place i want you to release all that frozen business all that stuck business and the fear that holds that there the fear and the stuck And that is really going on. You're doing a good job. You're doing a good job, lady. Oh, so happy you called in. And I again want to call in divine right action because, and divine progress and divine process. Because you need to progress in your movement forward. You need to process all those practical things. To pack and all of that you need to get a job so we want to call in that divine manifestation in your highest ideal and I want to call in divine material balance to help materialize from the abstract to the concrete the the job, the move, the connect, self connection, the opportunities, possibilities, the wholeness, the self love, the self forgiveness, the self awareness, self expansion, self value, and the self worth. Whew. it's feeling pretty good to me and it feels too like the healing is being wound down. You're being encased in the cocoon. Um, And I'm now seeing the eternal now or forever now moment um, being reduced, which is the higher self indicator to me that the healing is, is winding down. And, um, I thought I was in La La Land before, but I'm really in La La Land now. But I'm going to reconnect you, Alexandra. I hope you're okay. I'm going to reconnect you to the mic just to see how are you and how's it, how did it feel or are you there?
1: Yes, thank you so much. Thank you so huh? much. Much more peaceful. Oh, well, good. That is definitely better.
0: It was terrible yes. when I first, I could feel that panic so intensely, but it really did feel like you let go of a, a lot of that.
1: Yes, when, in the beginning, when you said open up like hedge, like submarine hatch, you know, from the top of my head and the solar plexus. And when I did that, I saw like um like a crocodile or a dragon coming out (laughs) oh my goodness yes like a dark brown and you know when when he coming out he kind of you know come out like half away and then like from the balcony look around and look at me and from his mouth like crocodile like a smoke and I'm like I asked I said I'm calling divine flash energy (laughs) well that's
0: a powerful symbol. And did did you
1: did you find the did it dissolve? Did it go away? Did you see it dissolve? What? Yes, he went. Yes, he went to the light. Nice. And the more he moved into the light, the the faster he's dissolving. Nice. And well, then great. something else. Yeah, something else you were saying, and I saw like three big eggs that he left, you know, inside. So I reach with my hand. It's like. You know, one by one, big eggs, just throw in the light and dissolve it.
0: Nice. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, oh, this was... was great. Great, great, great. Yay, hooray. And see, listeners, you guys can be active and take part in your own healing. Just what, doesn't matter if I say it or not. See, Alexandra saw something else in there. She reached in
1: and grabbed those eggs. This is so exciting. You know, and the last one, when you said fear, left, so I saw like a barbed wire from my solar plexus, so I stopped pulling out, you know, like long barbed wire. I <laughs> <laughs> the long one. <laughs> well, fear,
0: fear absolutely has a way of, you know, hooking us,
1: and I don't
0: know, I don't know if you were, were around when I introduced the whole idea of the energy field called Fear Anonymous. But no. That in my radio show, it must be three or four months ago now, the Higher Self introduced um, me and the listeners to a energy field called Fear Anonymous. And when you go into this energy field, if you're feeling afraid, afraid or feeling fear or anxiety, it helps, helps with the neutralizing of it and it helps you feel serene and get over the fear. And I asked them at one point, why do you call it Fear Anonymous? And they said, because fear holds holds us as intently as an addiction does. When we're an addict in any kind of way, we're like imprisoned in that addiction. And so we go to fear, we go to, you know, Alcoholics Anonymous or, you know, any kind of uh, anonymous type meetings to get over the addiction. So that's what they were saying, is that when you have the fear, the panic, the anxiety attacks, move into fear anonymous and it really can help us with the release. If we're consciously aware that we're in that field, we can also consciously ask for the fear to be released. It's just a toxin of the mind. And so it's really helpful. So I mention it as a reminder because fear holds hold us as, holds us prisoner as much as an addiction does. That powerful. So, yeah.
1: I remember one time I've heard it, but I need to listen again. Yes, I remember that show.
0: Well, that's okay. I explained it again. You don't have to listen to it again if you don't feel to, but you might want to since you're having problems with fear. But I do feel like you did do a lot. You know, we've we've been afraid many, many times in every lifetime, so we have a deep well of fear. But every time we do releasing and neutralizing, that's permanent. But it doesn't mean there isn't more under there. So... Whenever you have fear come up, and I, I've i dealt with fear for myself for a long time, but it doesn't mean that I don't have something brand new and I don't have little concerns or worries, oh, what about this? But I just plunk myself in there, and boy, it's like I can function, no problem, and I move into the new thing. <laughs> so it even without being intensely afraid, it can help for that too. It's a really wonderful energy field. So I just remind the listeners that, and and explain to, to new listeners that might not know about it.
1: But I'm so glad you called in. Oh my God! Thank you for taking my call. Thank you for everything. Thank you for this healing. I feel much much more present. Oh, I good. can mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Well, send me an
0: email. Yeah. Give me some feedback. Give me an update. I'm hoping with the divine right action and the divine right process and all of that that you'll be able to. Take some steps forward and just remember that it's baby steps. Once you, you know, just do one little thing, it's not about setting a goal and then feeling the half empty. It's just saying, okay, today I'm going to do one or two little things and take those baby steps. And maybe tomorrow you do two, two or three more things. So we want to call in the divine baby steps and the divine focus on the things we are doing. Okay. instead of focusing on where we what we haven't done, that half empty, because that can be debilitating. Um, And that came up, that came up, you know, I think in the the holiday healing. So but it would come up here, too, because you're, you know, you have to acclimate and process. And so just baby steps here. Okay? Okay. let me know how it goes. Okay. yes, I will. I will. Thank you. Oh uh,
1: yes, you're so welcome. I'm so glad you called.
0: Really. Thank you for calling in, Alexandra.
1: Thank you. And you have wonderful holidays. I will uh yes. send the email. Okay, great. Thank you. Okay. I'm
0: gonna I'm gonna take you off the mic. All right. All right, everybody. Um the he, the today is over. I thought we had two really great opportunities here for healing and I'm um, was so pleasantly surprised with the fun little symbols of the ornaments and the (laughs) anything. Anyway, it was just a, it was a wonderful, in the tinsel and all of that, that was just fun. Anyway, I think it was very powerful for everyone and I hope everyone participated and helped work on their own issues. I again want to remind everybody I will not be on the next two Wednesdays. The, it is the holidays here and, you know, a lot of things go on in the holidays, so I'm taking those two days off. But I will be back in January, and there will be some some new things. I mentioned the 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 idea of we're going to work not the entire time, but there's going to be elements of healing the planet itself, um, and the higher selves are giving me information. So hopefully, is when I start that, I will. Know and understand exactly where we're going and how we're going to address it. Uh, but I'm not worried. They've given me some great information so far, and I'm excited. The other thing is that we're winding down 2014. We're moving into a brand new year, 2015. I'm going to try to get some information about 2014 from the higher selves, and. See what they have to say, and that I will try to share with you, or I will share with you if I get something. Um, they have their own mind, so I'm not always guaranteed um, getting things there, but there are things we did not finish this year that I was reminded of by Robin, my honorary co host. She reminded me I haven't done Death and Dying, and I was, I said, a two, three, four months ago that I would do illness, aging, death, and dying. And I did illness and aging. Of course, it was not a lot, but I did address it. And I have not done death and dying. And I will get to those in the new year at some point as well. There is just a lot, and it's exciting. Meanwhile, I want everyone to have a happy rest of the year and to greet the new year In a wonderful way, hopefully more connected and more happy and more joyful and more uh, whole, more balanced than the last new year, because everyone has taken many steps forward. Many people have cleared many patterns or uh, elements of many patterns and are moving and becoming more of who we all truly are and i want to thank everyone for going on this journey with me for helping in the healings and supporting the myself and everyone else and with that i am going to say goodbye for 2014 and the next time i you hear from me it will be 2015 i really really love you all thank you for being part of my life and allowing me to be part of yours.
1: Thank you for listening to Janet Richmond and the Higher Self Voice. Visit Janet's website at janetrichmond.com to view all of her upcoming events or to buy her book, Choices Neutralizing Your Negative Thoughts and Emotional Blueprints.